You are listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Okay. Hi, this is Mick, and you are listening to a Trip Radio Artist Interview. I am speaking today with Chicago pop singer and songwriter, Liska. How are you today, Liska? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Did I pronounce your name correctly? You did indeed. Okay, great, great. Would you mind explaining it for people who maybe uh, are not as familiar with Polish nicknames? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's just kind of like what my babcha, my grandma, and my family would call me growing up. Um, and then my friends caught on to it. So Liska is kind of short for Anneliska. So my name is Annalise. And then Polish people just add random sounds like cute sounding like it doesn't mean anything it's just like an endearing way to refer to somebody like my brother's name is brandon and he'd be brandechik so i'm liska why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got your start in music it sounds like you've been at it for a while you have a number of singles out you have two eps crusher and uh jupiter and i'm guessing that you have some other musicians in the family or some some sort of a musical background yes so i like grew up in a family of musicians on like so my dad's my grandfather is a session guitarist and recording engineer. And then my great grandfather was a percussionist and had a big band called Bobby Christian's Big Band. And then my father was also in bands growing up and is a producer. So I have been making music my whole life and singing my whole life, but I don't think I was really trying to put anything out or realized I could do that until like college. So yeah, I've always been singing and my dad definitely taught me how to like like some basic engineering um, and how to record my own vocals and kind of produce. So yeah. So what ended up being the spark? What in college made you realize that this was something you could do on your own? I I like I always wanted like I thought I was going to be like Britney Spears in middle school, but obviously I had no clue how to do that. And then I played a house show in college, and I was like, oh, this is just like people just doing. Like I didn't realize I can just do the things I wanted to do. If that makes sense, there was like all of this like mystery around it, and my family didn't necessarily speak to me about their experiences in the industry beyond like actually making music. So I was just thought it was this like weird universe that I couldn't be a part of. And so that show was like an example to me of how it's just something you do and decide to do, if that makes any sense. Uh, There's a certain mystique around musicians when they're on a stage, right? Like they seem kind of larger than life and kind of untouchable. I, I find it interesting that even growing up in a household of musicians still came away with those impressions that this is a world apart from the way that the rest of us live and it's not something that you can necessarily just sort of step into. Yeah, I think I was honestly kind of frustrated even to this day when I every time I'm like disillusioned by something because I'm kind of like, okay, all of you like definitely knew that it wasn't this crazy thing. So after you had that house show experience, what was the next step after that? I had been producing up until that point. So I had like a full set of songs I recorded and produced myself. But after that, I was like joining Facebook pages, like DIY Chicago music pages, just to try to get booked on some shows. And so I was just reaching out to anybody who said they were looking for a band for a show. And I think my first show in Chicago was just like at the mutiny at like 1am with like nothing but backtracks playing off my iPhone. And I was like, wait, what the heck is going on? Yeah. And then I just kept doing that, I guess, (laughs) just reaching out to random people to see if they'd let me perform. Looking away when it makes sense Losing my mind, I'm getting used to that 
Oh, well, that mutiny show must have gone pretty well. Um, it actually did. I was definitely not aware of punk time at that point in my life, so that was felt a bit discouraging, but afterwards, I think I felt pretty good about it. Okay, and punk time for the uninitiated is? Um, it's basically that you can almost be pretty positive that like your set is going to be happening way later than what they actually planned on. So if you're going on at 9, you're probably not going on until like 10, 30, 11 and beyond. As far as your influences go, in reading about your music, I feel like literally everybody who writes about it has something else to say about <laughs> it, has some, has some other comparison that they want to make. You've mentioned uh, Britney Spears a couple of times. Also, in just speaking about your own work, you have also referenced Margot Guerin, but it seems like the reference point from other people's perspectives are like Gwen Stefani. Like Grimes. Yeah, Grimes. You know, I actually, I actually hadn't heard somebody uh, refer to Grimes yet, but <laughs> I could definitely see that type of a comparison. Tell me about how you encounter music and how that inspires you to make your own music, because it seems like you are pulling from just a lot of different pop influences, and that they're all sort of leaving their mark on your sound. But uh, you definitely have a distinct sound of your own. I feel like even I don't necessarily know. There are instances where I'll hear a song and know like, okay, I want to like copy that exact like structure for a beat or take that melody and do my own interpretation of it. Like very, very specific instances. But I think mostly it's just like what's in my subconscious because I'll just, I don't listen. I used to pride myself on really not listening to that much music. And then I realized I'm kind of like stifling myself by doing that. Mm. But I generally will like hyper focus on a song or an artist and just listen to that one piece of work for like months on end over and over again. I don't know, maybe it just like cements itself in my brain. And then I kind of collect these references over time. And I don't usually realize what I'm pulling from until after I've like recorded something. Hmm, hmm. Then I'll okay, be like, okay. oh, I know where I got that from. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So there aren't, there aren't like a lot of direct influences. Yeah, just like anything that really catches my attention or mostly if I think something's really pretty or just like clever. Like, it's kind of all it is for me. That is probably one of the things that I would use to describe your music is is definitely pretty. It has just a very soft, sort of bright quality to it with, you know, a little bit of DIY crunchiness to mm -hmm. it. Is that all intentional? I think I, I never actually want to be cute, but I always end up referring, getting my music referred to as cute. So I now lean into that. And I definitely consciously want there to be an element of like DIY or just like an indie vibe. But I think that always just ends up happening regardless of whether or not I'm trying because I am still, you know, indie, like mm -hmm. doing it all on my own. Um, so yes and no, if that makes any sense. But I do always, I do make it a point to make my songs pretty, especially in the lyrics too. So that is definitely on purpose, like very much so. Because I like to think of myself as super badass, but I know that I'm, I do not come off that way. Because I'm always thinking like, wow, I'm really giving like Scorpio Rising, like Death Glare. And then everyone's like, you're so cute. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad that you're not fighting it. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the universe is just, you know, is pushing you in a direction and you just have to accept the the momentum
I, growing up, always really look up to Bonnie McKee. Are you familiar with Bonnie McKee? Um, not really, no. Um, so she basically wrote, like, all of the hit Katy Perry songs, like California Girls, like that era, um, last Friday night, um, and, like, probably a lot of Kesha songs, like, basically all of the pop 2000s hits she wrote, and I was like, damn, I really, really want to be like her, because I thought it was cool that she could kind of make her money and have fun in the studio writing all these songs, and then, like, her own music career is kind of just, like, a passion project, if that makes sense. Well, that's how I would see it for myself, if I ever got to that level of, like, successful songwriting. And I'm looking at pictures of her now, and um, she's got she's got a lot of style. Like, she mm-hmm. seems like she's a lot of fun. Yeah, and she's a very, very talented vocalist as well. My dad, so if my family told me anything, they would tell me about, like, production and, like, the secrets behind, like, oh, a lot of these artists don't write these songs. And then he would show me, like, who produced the songs, who wrote the songs. And so I was pretty knowledgeable in that world and felt comfortable in that world. And, yeah, so those were the types of people I was looking up to. It was, like, songwriters and producers. Thanks for revealing your secret idol. Um, <laughs> I, had, I had no idea that this was somebody who you looked up to or even that they existed, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you uh what do you have next in store for this project? I believe that you have a album coming out or an EP coming out on October 5th, La Boom. Yes, totally. So yeah, La Boom comes out October 5th. Um it's a five track EP. It was originally going to be four tracks, but then we made Little Radio and obviously had to be on there. Do you have any any plans for Halloween? Are you, is that a big holiday for you? Yes, actually. I never really dress up, but I do love Halloween and we are my band is doing a No Doubt cover set at the Golden Dagger October 30th, um, so that'll be pretty fun. Who else is playing that night? There's going to be a Joan Jett cover band, which I believe is Modern Nun, and um, a Heart cover band. I should know this. <laughs> okay, so it's Modern Nun as Joan Jett, me as No Doubt, and the Up Downs as Heart. So okay. yeah, it'll be a fun time for sure. Yeah, big night. I just want to say thank you again for having me on here. This was really, really fun and cool. Yeah, it's great to have you on, Liska. Again, this is Mick in conversation with Chicago-based singer-songwriter Liska. Thanks again for your time. Yeah, thank you. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find this and more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.